The Financial Services Information Sharing and Analysis Center has partnered with Visa, the Secret Service, and the Retail Cyber Intelligence Sharing Center to provide point-of-sale cybersecurity updates and advice to merchants and other companies that process payments data. On July 7th, the FSISAC and its three partners issued an alert about the common cyber exploitation tactics, techniques, and procedures that have been most commonly linked to POS compromises. Today, I'm joined by Director of Payment Risk at the FSISAC, Charles Bretz, to tell us about this new cooperative effort, as well as some of the most common risks merchants face today. Hi, I'm Tracy Kitten with Information Security Media Group. So Charles, as I mentioned in the introduction, the FSISAC has partnered with Visa, the Secret Service, and the Retail Cyber Intelligence Sharing Center to address merchant point of sale vulnerabilities. What can you tell us about this partnership and when it started? That's a great question. The catalyst for this partnership was we're seeing a shift in the breaches of card data. In 2014, the members of FSISAC, federal law enforcement, had a lot of reports of breaches that were at the larger retailers, and, and that has been in the news extensively. Many of the larger retailers have implemented point-to-point -point encryption and tokenization in conjunction when installing payment systems that are EMV-ready. So criminals continue to find success by targeting smaller retailers who use common IT and payment systems. Merchants in industry verticals use managed service provider systems. For example, you know, there might be a hundred merchants who use a managed service provider that provides IT and payment services for their business. These managed service systems need remote access for maintenance and, and repair of the problems with the system. So, Remote access is key to maintaining the system, but remote access security can be improved by using processes that are available from managed service providers to further secure those systems. So that's the catalyst for this is the Secret Service and our members are reporting remote access at these common payment systems used by smaller retailers are being exploited by the cyber criminals. And so can you tell us, Charles, when these groups came together? When did you actually sit down with Visa and say, we need to create a partnership and start addressing some of these risks. Well, you know, Visa is a member of FSISAC. FSISAC works closely with the Secret Service. FSISAC staff works with many other members who may not want to be identified, you know, with sharing the information. But a lot of this information about some merchant breaches probably started back in uh, 2012, 2013, 2014, now we're in, in 2015. And over that time, we've seen that the threat has evolved to use uh, different tactics. This remote access problem came up particularly virulent in probably the second half of 2014. And would you say, Charles, that these remote access attacks have increased in recent months? Well, they continue at a very high level. So again, as I said, that we started saw a, a big ramp up in these attacks in the second half of 2014, and they continue today at a level that is painful for the industry. That's painful to the merchants that are involved, the card issuers, the card processors, the card brands. You know, everybody is feeling the pain of these particular attacks. You know, Charles, it's interesting because we have been talking a lot about remote access vulnerabilities and the PCI Security Standards Council has come out to offer recommendations about how to shore up remote access gaps that could perhaps expose a point of sale network. Do you feel that the reason that these attacks have continued is just because retailers aren't PCI compliant? 
I don't know that it's an issue with PCI compliance. And again, I'm not a, an expert in the PCI compliance. What we shared in our alert is information that was provided by members. And so, you know, again, FSISAC's not in the compliance or the standards business. We're in the, in the business to share threat information. And, and that's what we've pushed out in our most recent alert. So let's go back to talk about some of the technologies that you mentioned. Point-to-point encryption, of course, is something that's been talked about quite a bit recently as well as tokenization. And as you rightly note, as merchants make the migration to EMB, many of them are considering the implementation of tokenization and end-to-end encryption. Are there some points noted in this alert as far as advice there? Well, in the alert, we recommend that when merchants are implementing EMB-ready terminals that they consider point-to-point encryption and tokenization. All the members of FSISAC that are involved with the card processing and card issuing feel that those three things together really strengthen the security of the card payments. So let's go back to talk a little bit here about some of the points that you mentioned related to remote access. There were a range of risks that were addressed in this alert. Remote access, of course, was one of them. But there were even some points noted in the alert about risks that are posed by phishing attacks. Can you walk us through what some of those leading concerns were and were all of these related in some way to remote access? Well, again, that was the the main focus of this particular alert was remote access. Now, again, a phishing attack might be a way that the cyber criminal, you know, get their foot in the door. But I say most of the recommendations in the alert focus on remote access. I also noted that multi-factor authentication was a point that was mentioned in the alert. Are there some recommendations there for multi-factor authentication, or did you find that perhaps that was why some of these vulnerabilities linked to remote access were being exploited? Well, what we've learned from some of the forensic investigations of merchants that have been breached is that multi-factor authentication was available to the merchant, but the merchant did not choose to install the multi-factor authentication feature. Have you ever issued an alert like this before? Yes. On November the 7th, the FSISAC and the United States Secret Service issued an alert about vulnerabilities to merchant systems. In that particular alert, we talked about remote access and other vulnerabilities. The reason we have come back recently with the most recent alert is because we see the focus of the most current attacks are to the remote access to common payment processing systems used by verticals in the retail industry. And this probably goes without saying, Charles, but are there recommendations for some of the third parties that are providing these services? Yes, that's a great question. Again, many of these in the alert, but I'd like to cover a couple of them. One thing is that it's recommended to change credentials for remote access frequently. You know, an employee could leave the retail business and leave with that remote access credential, which would not be a good security practice. You mentioned uh, phishing. If they were to, if the cyber criminal were to penetrate the business, they might find that uh, remote access credentials uh, on the system or shared in an email. So changing those credentials frequently is a good practice. Sometimes the managed service providers provide a initial group password for the system for the remote access, and the user of the system, the merchant, is instructed to change that. And we've seen cases where they have not changed the group password. And, of course, once the cyber criminals learn the group password, all the merchants that use the, the same system who have not changed those passwords are vulnerable. Another thought in the alert is to disable remote access when it's not in use. So if a regular scheduled maintenance window for the merchant with their managed service provider 
the merchant could go in and turn on that remote access for the scheduled maintenance and then turn it off afterwards. We've already covered multi-factor authentication. So those are some of the, there's many more in the world, but those are some of the key vulnerabilities we've seen from recent cases. And then Charles, before we close, are there any final thoughts you'd like to share with our audience as far as how they might access more information about some of the recommendations or where they could reach out to get more information about getting involved with more threat intelligence sharing? Well, again, this particular word is available on fsisac.com. A final thought is if you're in the, in the merchant base, you might want to uh, reach out to your managed service provider and discuss you know, how that system can be secured. And if you're a financial institution, this most recent alert is available for you to use and to share with your uh, retail customers. Well, Charles, I'd like to thank you again for your time today. Again, we've just heard from Charles Bretz of the FSISAC. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tracy Kitten.